Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody is all okay. Um, hello to everybody that's in the chat room. Obviously, we've got all loads of waves. Hope everybody's all okay. Thank you very much to everybody who's been sharing the show for me tonight as well. Um, very quickly, got to tell everybody, um, I'm on Twitter, Ask Sue on Twitter. We've got the Ask Sue Show on Facebook. We have got it on, on LinkedIn. We are all over oh, on all of the pages, so please go and find us wherever you found us. Um, a big hello to you, and hope you're going to enjoy the show tonight. Now, of course, all of you know it's Tuesday. What happens on a Tuesday for the new listeners? We have another co-host that comes on and literally supports the show, I think is the best way to say. And, of course, we have got a special guest as well coming on. But, of course, let's introduce our co-host, Mr. Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? How are you, my friend? Yeah, just the average guy here from California. Pleasure to host oh, the show with you. Oh, with the average. <laughs> anyway, we'll start the show again. And I'd like to welcome Howard Einstein to the show. How are you, welcome, Howard. <laughs> and it's a lovely Tuesday in Los Angeles. A little cold this winter, but we've had a record-breaking cold here, actually. So it's kind of interesting. But um, <clears throat> but it's, it's well, good. Well, we've had snow in the U.K., Okay. So what is yes, the Queen? We'll send some over to you shortly. It's okay. We're, we're not selfish like that. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, so it's snowing in England. Wow. Very interesting. It has been, yes. Apparently, it's going to be really bad on Friday. Mm, so wow. I, I might have to send the pigeons across to, you know, give, give you some messages maybe. <laughs> okay. So I did want to have one special shout-out to a very, very dear friend of mine. She's very – she's the quiet type, but she does a lot for the animals. She's a big – fan of your show she's in she might be in the chat room she is on the event page her name is sharon millman and i just wanted to say hello to her she's a big fan of the show very supportive and lover lover she's a real good friend of mine and she speaks highly of you too so i guess she must be okay then well goes without saying doesn't it <laughs> I've got, do you know what i've got to say these last few days i have met some loads of different people um and obviously all in america i'm going to have to come over at some point it's no good and i have got to make a bit of a um a bit of a shout out actually mm-hmm. i have been asked if i would like to be interviewed really? <laughs> By who? and it's on the it's on the Chef Ceci show, which is, I think, is a blog talk radio show as well. Uh-huh. And she does it all about food and everything. And she said that she wants to do um, about the dog rescues and what we're doing. Wow. That's incredible. Whee! Congratulations, my friend. Saying. That's wonderful, <laughs> Sue. That is great. I'm so I, happy. I think, I think she's actually seen my pictures and thought, oh, hold on a minute. We need to get her on the show. She needs to lose a bit of weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> Uh, we're not going to say anything, but that is wonderful. Oh, that's great. Oh, she's lovely. Really, really nice. So we're going to do an interview swap. So she's going to be, I'm going to, she's asked me, I asked her ages ago if she wants to come on the show. She asked me today, do I want to go on hers? So we're going to do an interview swap. And she's going to be coming on the show on the Friday, the, wait a minute, no, it's not Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday the 25th will be wow. Chef Sessie. That's wonderful. So, that's that's wonderful. So, that's really cool. So, um, well, first of all, before obviously our other guest comes on the show, I just want to have a couple of rants today. My first one being this. 
The florid. Now, I must admit, Howard, when I spoke to you earlier, I, it was the wrong person. I, t- I didn't read it properly. So okay. I'll read it properly this time. Okay. A Florida's governor adopted a dog for the campaign, promptly returned it when, obviously, the campaign had ended. And his name is Gov- Governor Rick Scott. He's the latest polit- politician to mm-hmm. fall victim to dog-loving media. And this was reported by the Tampa Bay Times, reveals that shortly after being elected, the Scott family returned a rescue dog they had adopted during the campaign back to its previous owners. I've got to say a big boo-hoo to him, I tell you what. Mm. So, um, everybody, please, you know what to do with this link. It just needs sharing all over Facebook. I just think that's an absolutely disgusting and a, a big no-no. So that's my first rant of today. Mm-hmm. So I can fit, just shut that one down. A beautiful golden Labrador, honestly. I'm sure they would have preferred to have a stuffed dog. Do you know what I mean? It might have been um, better for them, maybe. Um, right. Um, Right, let's go. Oh, wait a minute. Let me just shut this other window because I've got too much. Right, and my next, very close to home for me, um, we have found in the UK today, it's been announced that apparently in burgers in the UK, horse um, beef burgers, horse meat has been found. Hmm. And this is actually where it's Tesco Everyday Value Beef Burgers, 29.1% of it was horse meat. Hmm. Wow. But then uh, then we've got Aldi, which has got 0.3%. Now, we've got other places. Now, some of them are 0.1, and they're sort of saying that that sort of, it's neither here nor there. They they don't know. But to me, that's still a small little bit. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have put a little rant on Tesco's um, Facebook, and I said to them, don't tell me it was a printing error, it was a computer error, um, as somebody came to work and a horse hair dropped into it. Yeah, right. I don't think so. Um, oh, actually, we've got new updates um, coming in on that as well. So I may, I'll send, I literally share the whole thing. Um, but I just think it's disgusting how it, you know, it exactly is. what are we paying for? Exactly. I agree. But, you Come know, it's in? interesting. Yeah. But, you know, so after we were talking, I was thinking about it. And, you know, Within the you know the day and age we're in now, the technology age, I bet you this has been going on for a long time. Oh, I would yes. not be I would not be shocked. It's just with all the information out there now, getting out so quickly and twenty four seven, and more investigators and the internet. I bet you I bet you this has been going on for a while. It, it, it would not surprise me, but being aware of it uh, definitely makes you <laughs> doesn't exactly, make it very pleasant. And do you know what? I must admit, I was listening to the radio the other day. And um, I was actually shocked to to hear that apparently in the UK, on the pork and the lamb, Mm -hmm. by law, it doesn't have to tell you its origin. Hmm. Now, I'm I'm quite intrigued about that, because I wonder why. Yeah, that's very well. You're going to have to uh, look into this. I feel a show show coming on. I feel a show coming on. Oh, I can feel a few rants over this. (laughs) That's just disgusting. I just think to myself, right, and let's face it, you know, I'm not, how can I put this? Obviously, cows are killed every single day, sheep are killed every day, and horses is, is another animal, mm-hmm. right? But for it to be put into food, I mean, imagine if somebody was allergic to horse meat. That's right. 
That's right. They go to the hospital and they say to the hospital people, right, so what have you eaten? Well, I've eaten beef burgers and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have a clue that it was from horse meat. You know, um, you know, I don't know in the U.K., but there's a lot of people in the world allergic to peanuts. And I notice here a lot of the places where they, where they are in peanuts in the ingredients, they will tell you. Because I know there's kids that are allergic to them. And uh, so, so exactly. I, I was, yeah, I was thinking about that before. So, well, I think we'll, you'll be having a couple of major rants with this, I'm sure. I, I just think it's absolutely disgusting. I, the thing, I just keep thinking to myself, what else are they actually putting in our food? Um, let's face it, we might not even know. Natural. <laughs> That's the problem. They think we're stupid, but as I said, with all the information out there today, with Ask Sue now on the case, watch oh, out. Oh, what can I say? I tell you what, I did actually ring head office of Tesco. I'm sure you and did. Fun- and funnily enough, there was nobody in the office. Well, you're no, get they the... were probably at the toilets being sick, knowing that they'd ate their burgers that got horse meat in it. Well, I'm sure you're going to invite one of the big shots from that company onto your show. I'm sure you'll give an o- well, open Well, there's going invitation. to have to be something to be said, isn't there? Matter but of I fact, just do, just, matter I of just fact, do need I, to say, uh-huh. I just need to say my very funny joke about this. Mm-hmm. I think over this burger thing, somebody will be going for the high jump, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We'll move swiftly on after that. That's not very funny. I will move swiftly on because obviously I'm just a just um, and obviously a little chat girl that sits on the radio and was not destined to be a joker. Anyway, Only I did want to um, maybe. I did want to say <laughs> one thing about a certain dog by the name which name starts with a P. I wonder who that would be. Oh, Patrick. Yes. Anyway, we have his rebirth birthday coming up. We just three three hundred nine. It's the weekend of March fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth. And a rumor has it that we'll be doing a special show on that Saturday on his rebirth birthday. And never know, maybe we'll have some surprises. So we'll work out the time, Sue. But we'll have a wonderful birthday party live on the air for Patrick. Yes, definitely, definitely so. We'll have to get, I'll have to make sure I upload the happy birthday um, uh, song as well on that one, I think. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And um, obviously, we have another little guest on the show now. So, mm. hi, Captain. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm good, Sue. Hello, Howard. How are you? How you doing, Cap? i got to ask you right off. How's Mom doing? Yeah, I actually am in transit right now back to my home. I was out with my mom today. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess the best way to describe what's going on now is I talked to the hospice nurse this afternoon and mm-hmm. my mom is in her final stages of her life. She's non-responsive right now, okay. um, but she is uh, she is home with. Uh, we make sure that we have family members there with my dad at almost all times, and the people from uh, hospice care are absolute angels. So, just um, you know, we're just trying to keep her comfortable right now, uh, and that's where we're at. Thank you I for th- asking. My thoughts and prayers are with her, Cap. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, definitely so. And and obviously, this is the thing, you know, loads of people, I've spoken to quite a few different people today that have gone through the same sort of thing as you, and, and obviously I've had the same with my family, you know, and my nan and that, and it's such hard times. It's it's so difficult. It's so difficult. So, you know, my thoughts and uh, love to all the family as well. Thank you very much. I appreciate you both saying that. And, you know, it is uh, it, it is part of life. And, uh, you know, I'm very, uh, very blessed that we have a strong family and uh, we will pull through this like we have pulled through everything else that we have faced together as a family. So yeah. I appreciate you asking. Thank you. You're welcome, Kev. 
It's okay. Um, to be honest, Captain, I was just having a little rant. I don't know if you heard me. Um, we've had a little issue today in the UK about um, them having horse meat in beef burgers. Yes, I did hear that. And I, I can tell you that here in New Jersey, uh, late in 2012, uh, the NJSPCA supported legislation here in the state of New Jersey that not only makes it illegal to sell horses for meat, uh, but it also makes it illegal for any company uh, knowingly transporting horses that are going to auction or slaughter for meat. Um, that is also a violation of New Jersey Title IV animal cruelty laws. So if we were to stop a horse trailer that was destined for a slaughter uh, situation, uh, which, you know, they do head up to Canada on a regular basis, they now know that they need to avoid pulling into the state of New Jersey because if we find them, we will arrest them. Hmm. Wow. Excellent, excellent. I'm just—I must admit—I'm pretty gobsmacked, and this doesn't come very often for the ASU to be quiet. But I'm sat here and thinking, what else is in our food that we don't even know about? Oh, yeah, the the list is long. You know, uh, Mrs. Captain is uh, currently finishing up a study to be a health coach and a nutritionist. And the things that she's learned over the last nine months that she has shared with me, um, it's pretty remarkable as to what people do consume. Um, and, and I will tell you this, that, you know, the agricultural industry, uh, one of the arguments that they have um, in being allowed to sell horses for slaughter, uh, for human consumption, uh, is that, you know, the time comes in a horse's life uh, where it's not making them money, whether it's at a riding stable uh, or whatever, um, and that, you know, they consider that their business right to be able to send that horse to uh, slaughter uh, mm. to end mm. up for human consumption. It, they, they consider it a business arrangement. And uh, obviously myself and the New Jersey State SPCA uh, have a little bit of a different opinion on that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it yeah. also concerns yeah. me, Cap, what they put in the dog food. I remember, was it last year, yeah. treats coming from China? It was yeah, really dogs. Absolutely. Were, dogs were getting. Still ongoing. Yeah, it's yeah, still, still ongoing, ongoing right now. Yeah, it is. Well, it well, is. That's, why, but, that's why my little Rosie gets a gourmet meal every night. That way I know what's in it. <laughs> yeah, the number of, the number of people, um, and again, you know, thanks to the good old Internet, the number of people out there pulling uh, recipes offline so that they can bake their own dog treats uh, is, is it's a huge, huge push right now. And, mm. you know, we, we've aligned with several uh, natural dog food companies um, mm -hmm. who, you know, oftentimes will send us uh, donations of their uh, treats, uh, all natural and organic treats for animals. And, you know, there is a very healthy alternative. Unfortunately, a lot of the big box stores and, you know, the stores that I won't mention, but you know who they are, yes. um, that import a lot of those things so they can keep their prices low, um, and they import these things from China and elsewhere, uh, Mexico. Um, you know, people do need to be uh, vigilant and read the labels, and if you don't understand the label, then don't buy it because a yeah. lot of the labels are very uh, written very generically. Yeah, um, and yeah. yeah, people need to be aware of this for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But going back to these burger things, the one thing that disgusted me was the fact that they said it's it's okay because it's not life threatening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, there's, well, that's yeah, all right. You can put anything you like in burgers as long as it's not life threatening. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of there. There are so many uh, so many health issues. 
um, for both humans and animals, not just dogs, but cats as well, um, that are caused or created by the, you know, the extra ingredients and the preservatives and the coloring and all of these crazy things in the food. You know, the, the scariest thing that I deal with on a weekly basis is when I walk into the house at night, Mrs. Captain is whipping up one of her new vegetable dinners for me. <laughs> it's, it's been, uh, it's been the, uh, you know, the pumpkin soup was the most horrid thing I've ever sat and ate and said, oh, this is actually pretty good, honey. Well, Sue, I guess Sue, I guess when we come over for dinner, we'll have to say that the food is just gourmet. That's all, Cam. Yeah, yeah, no I, pumpkin I've soup. I've just got a vision, if it's anything like when we were kids, the dog was getting really fuller and fuller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, Chloe would not eat this either, so. <laughs> oh, I'd just like to say to Mrs. Captain, the fact that she couldn't eat it actually means he did try to feed it to her. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, Cap, I was, oh, I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine today telling you're going to be on this show. We're going to talk about, you know, the hurricane back there. Yes. And you know, you know, I was, you know, I did not have Rosie when the big earthquake hit. It was close to a seven out here, and you know, I was thinking today, you know, we don't get warning, and God nope. forbid this thing yep. hits, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really worried. To, you know, you know, it's like, you know, I have to get her and get out of the house. It's just very scary. It's just very yep. scary. And I'll tell you one thing too that, um, you know, I, I've been semi-politically correct in the past when we've had issues here in New Jersey with evacuations. Um, mm -hmm. But I have, over the last uh, six months, five months, uh, been telling every single person that I have talked to about getting an evacuation kit mm -hmm. together uh, in their house for both humans and animals. Um, if you've got three or four cats, make sure you've got carrying cages for each, or if they can share, that's fine. Uh, and practice, practice, because people will have a, uh, a crate for their, their dog or their, their cat or their rabbit, whatever it is, and they never put the dog or the cat in it, uh, and then they're going to have to evacuate. Now what you've done is you've just escalated that to that animal. Now that animal's really going to freak out. So just like a fire drill in school, mm -hmm. uh, have an evacuation drill in your house and make yeah. sure that, you know, the food and the treats and the medications that you have in your evacuation kit um, after three or four months, replace them. Yeah. Be ready. And and also, do not ever, under any circumstance, no matter what anybody in any enforcement position tells you, do not leave your animal behind. You take that animal with you, and you talk your way into what you need to get into to keep both yourself and your animal safe. Yeah. That's yeah. the one lesson we learned from Hurricane Sandy. Um, there were so many people that were under the impression they couldn't take their animal with them. Uh, yeah. And these are good people, good pet owners, smart people. Um, but they heard over and over, story after story, that you can't take your animal with you and get into a shelter, and it simply wasn't true. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that's what really made this whole situation, um, you know, when, when you have emergency responders rushing to an area uh, that, that people are being told to evacuate, um, each and every individual, no matter what their reason for being there, whether it's for the animals or for people or whatever, mm -hmm. um, every one of those people is placed in danger. Yeah. Uh, and if that can be minimized, it's so important. Yeah. See, see, when we had a little earthquake here, Rosie went right under the bed. God forbid it yep. would have been a big one. I wouldn't have been able to get her out. That's the yep. problem. But, you know, earthquake's a little different, you know, than yes. that. So, so. Yes. But, yeah, but you're right, Cap. you got to be prepared. you got to have flashlight shoes. 
you know, they sell black. They have these um, small, these thin blankets, but they're very insulated. They're almost like foil. Yes. And you know, yes. you, that, that's, you know, that's the that that's the only thing we can do is be prepared, like you just said, shoes, uh, flashlights, uh, canned goods. You know, just uh, because you can't, and water, of course, being the most important thing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but, you know, so people, let's, people let's in, go back. Sorry, let's go back for a bit. What, how is things going, obviously, from the last hurricane? What's, what is out there now that, you know, are people still struggling? Are the people back in their homes? Um, well, if, you know, you can talk a couple of distinctive different areas here. Um, in New York, there were a couple of areas that were extremely hard hit, and some of those people are still not back in their homes. Hmm. There are people at the Jersey Shore um, some of those people are back in their homes. Um, you know, once they dealt with the natural gas and the water and all those issues, there were people uh, that were allowed back into their homes. But so many of those homes actually are not, they're, they're inhabitable right now because of mold and water damage. Uh, even though the water surge, the storm surge was only three or four foot high, um, every house that that got into um, the water wicks up the insulation in the walls and goes up into the ceiling and then starts dripping down into the house. So the entire house is a mold risk, um, and all those houses that, that suffered that uh, need to have all the sheetrock, the carpeting, the furniture, everything uh, removed. And you have a lot of people in the state of New Jersey, especially on the barrier islands where their houses were destroyed, mm -hmm. uh, were knocked off their foundations. Wow. Um, you know, there are businesses reopening. There are people getting back in their homes. Uh, but there are people that uh, many, many thousands of people who have lost their employment because of the storm. Hmm. Um, and those are the very same people that are trying to get back in their houses. The FEMA money is coming very slowly. Insurance money is coming very slowly. Hmm. Um, so, you know, the rebuilding has started. Um, you know, Belmar is rebuilding their boardwalk. Uh, that started already. Uh, but quite honestly, there are hundreds and thousands of people um, in the Jersey Shore area uh, that won't be in their homes anytime soon on a full-time basis. And it's, uh, it's truly a sad thing to see. Um, we still have quite a few displaced animals. And when I say displaced, I mean that the owners don't really have a place to stay or they have a place to stay that won't accept an animal. Uh, so we, you know, luckily have got a, a, a great group of shelters. And, you know, one that stands out head and shoulders above all is Sear Farms in Jackson, uh, mm -hmm. who are temporarily holding animals for people who need, you know, three months, six months, a month to get back on their feet, and they will be able to go back to Sear Farms and reclaim their animal, um, and they allow people to visit their animals on a regular basis. Uh, they're an amazing group of people, and, you know, thank God we have shelters like that in the state of New Jersey who are helping people at this time. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Cap, one thing after a natural disaster, it doesn't, you know, it, it stays with you. You know, whether you lost your house or, you know, saw, have friends or family, it just stays with you. It's something Absolutely. that... You know, it's something that makes you more aware, more appreciative, but it definitely, you know, going through something like that does not, you know, does not go away. How are the folks, is, is, and Staten Island's pretty bad, huh, Cap? Yeah, Staten Island is in the, is in the same situation where there are, um, you know, literally hundreds and hundreds of homes that aren't, aren't really habitable. Um, some of the areas aren't even safe to be back in mm. yet right now. Mm. Um, you, know, um, you know, they got hit more with... Um, flooding than, say, northwest New Jersey or central New Jersey, um, although central New Jersey had some uh, pretty bad flooding. Uh, yeah. You know, down at the shore, that, that storm surge is what really uh, caused 
the, the major disruption and the damage to homes was when the storm surge went from the ocean to the bay yeah. and went across land totally wow. uh, and covered everything in, you know, four and a half foot of water, and then there was two feet of sand left when it, when the mm. water subsided. So, can, um, yeah. Cap, can people make donations to Cedar Farms or if they want to? or They they absolutely can, and it's just basically it's www.seerfarms.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a great group. Uh, they can also uh, make Sandy donations on the New Jersey's SPCA website. We're still getting people sending us donations to help because, again, we're, we're in the time of year now after the holidays and after the storm where other people who are getting their lives back in order and life has returned pretty much to normal for many of those people. Um, they forget the people and the animals that are still in desperate need of help uh, in those shore areas. So, okay. yeah, we're asking people to please do continue to reach out because this is going to be a long rebuilding process, very yeah. long. Yeah, well, in the long run, it will create jobs, which is a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, that's always the upside. I mean, unfortunately, but, but, um, but it will put people to work. That is correct. Some of the municipalities in southern New Jersey are actually reaching out to their unemployed residents and they're going to be hiring them using FEMA money to help rebuild the towns. And wow. I think that that's a really cool concept and a really cool idea. Yeah, because I know here after yeah, the definitely. earthquake, after the earthquake here, we had mile, I mean, tons of damage, and and there were new shopping centers built, new apartment buildings built. But like you said, Captain, the problem was the insurance. They paid out, but it took a long, you know, it took a long time. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, you just have to be patient, and you know, that's all you can do, really. You know, the reunite rate with people and their animals in New Jersey uh, was pretty remarkable. Well above 90% of any animal who was displaced during the storm uh, was reunited with their human family within, I'm going to say, um, three to ten days after the storm. Wow. Uh, truly remarkable. Uh, New York did not fare quite so well. Uh, uh-huh. There were still quite a few animals in New York that had not been claimed. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that uh, the shelters in New Jersey have been miraculous and, and unbelievably cooperative in working, the, you know, so many hours to try to reconnect people with their animals. There, there are animals that the humans uh, are so overwhelmed from being, being displaced. Some people have moved out of state, and those animals, you know, remain in shelters. But the shelters are going to do everything they can to reunite before they foster these dogs out. Um, and then eventually they'll be adopted out after time goes by. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. So are they are they still looking for people to do fostering of these pets, or are they actually all okay? You know, are the pets all okay? Um, I will say this to that to that answer. Um, I tell people all the time. I have a lot of people that stop me and say, "I want to be part of the SPCA. I want to do what you do." Um, well, while a lot of people say that, um, once they find out what it really is and what we really have to do, they're like, okay, maybe that's not for me. But contact anybody in, in any part of the state. I always tell them, contact your local shelters. There's usually two or three that people can consider the local shelter. Um, go to that shelter and knock on the door and introduce yourself. Some shelters uh, greet volunteers with open arms, and some shelters, unfortunately, uh, treat new volunteers. They look at them as like terrorists that they're stepping onto their grounds. Um, mm. So yeah. find a shelter that wants your help, and then offer to help. And you know, Howard, you and I have talked about this. If if you are good with animals and want to be a dog walker, good. Mm-hmm. If yep. you're not so good with that, um, yep. and you're a photographer, 
offer to take pictures. You know, put a birthday hat on a dog and take his picture. Don't stick a chain to a sheetrock wall and take exactly. a picture of a terrified yeah. dog like the New York exactly. ACP does. It's exactly. disgusting. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can paint, offer to paint the building. If you're an electrician, offer to do some electric work. There, you know, uh, collect food. There's so many things for people to do, and you know, it's it's paying it's paying paying forward, and it yeah, just it, it it gives people a great. I have so many hundreds of people that contact me every month and say, you know, thank you uh, because now for the first time in 20 years. I actually spent some time volunteering for my local shelter, and I've never felt better about myself. Yeah, it or does. I collected food. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, matter of fact, I'm going to my local shelter tomorrow with a friend, and yep. um, it's been so cold here, Cap, that we're going to bring some blankets. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing six green and six blue blankets there tomorrow with nice. some food. You know, Cap, nice. I wanted to ask you. You know, I've, you know, obviously, you know, we're we're very traumatized by these, um, you know, natural disasters. Now, are there? Actually, experts, because obviously the animals are affect you know affected. Are there people that actually come in and work with them? Most, uh, you know, this is something else that a lot of people don't know about shelters. Um, people think of an animal shelter as they were maybe 30 years ago, mm-hmm. where you had a guy covered in cat hair sitting mm-hmm. behind a dirty desk in a dirty kennel uh, mm-hmm. with a bunch of dogs, and all he does is feed them and give them water and hope somebody adopts them. Yeah, um, that that's not the way. The progressive shelters of today, the successful shelters of today. I'll give you an example. There's a great shelter called the Mount Pleasant Animal Shelter. It's mm-hmm. in East Hanover, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, they have on staff volunteer behaviorists. They have people that work with aggressive dogs. They have people that work with timid dogs. They yeah. have people that work specifically with food aggression. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're a dog who, who has been starving for a year out of your life, and somebody puts a bowl of food in front of you, and then they reach down with a rubber hand to take it away from you, you're going to growl. Of if course. you didn't, there's something wrong with you. Exactly. Um, so, you know, those behaviors years ago used to mean that a dog would end up getting put down and mm-hmm. marked aggressive. Yeah. In today's world, what that does, you know, and people like Jeff Coltenbach, mm-hmm. who, who understand how animals think, and they work with these animals, there are large groups of volunteers in the Edison shelter uh, that go there. There's like 50 people uh, that go there two or three at a time every day and socialize the animals and get all the animals in a room together and then get them outside together and take That's them for two-mile walks. And, mm-hmm. you know, those are the shelters that adopt out healthy, sociable, happy dogs. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Exactly. So what exactly is it that they're needing the most at the moment? Is it TLC and, and everything else, or is it really they could do with the money to build these things back up? Yeah, you know, and every shelter has a different set of needs. Uh, some shelters uh, that got water damage uh, are still working on the cleanup process, believe it or not, uh, because there is nothing more powerful uh, that nature deals you than water. Uh, water has uh, amazing strength and can also cause all kind of uh, diseases and molds and, and problems like that. So what I tell people is, you know, when you stop by that shelter, knock on the door. Make sure it's a place that you want to support because there are shelters out there that are only in business to make money. Okay, hmm. that's, a, that's a reality. Um, and we know who some of them are. We don't know who all of them are, but we know who some of them are. Those are not the places that you want to write a check. 
those are not the places that you want to donate food because they're not going to use that food to help people in need. They're going to use that food to offset them buying food for the animals that they're charging $400 to adopt out. And the same thing goes true for rescue. It's, you know, anytime anybody has any name and you put the word rescue behind it, then everybody goes, oh, and they get a nice feeling. Well, the fact is that a lot of those rescues are not rescues at all. All they're doing is they're, they're, so they're supporting the puppy mills by buying dogs down south, jamming them in a van, transporting them up north without medical checks, and selling them to the good people in New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut who have money. And it's, it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. You know, that breeder, that backyard breeder that we shut down in Old Bridge two or three weeks ago, um, those puppies, those German Shepherd puppies, um, they, they were so, they were being adopted out, first of all, under age. Number two, they were being adopted out by this backyard breeder who has this huge sign on the side of the highway when people said, how did you find this guy? Oh my God. <laughs> He's got an eight-foot sign on the highway, you know, German <laughs> Shepherd puppies. The, the, the dogs were so badly infected with worms that when you put your hand on their little bellies, you could feel the worms moving around inside their stomach and intestine. Oh, my God. It was horrifying. How are they doing Absolutely now? Absolutely horrifying. How are the puppies now, Captain? They're doing better? Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're under the care of the Garden State German Shepherd Rescue people, uh-huh. who are a fantastic rescue group that we're very familiar with. Yeah. They are fostering all of those puppies, taking them for their vet. They had all their warming shots. Now they've got to wait a couple of weeks, and they'll take them back for the last series of warming shots. And after that, those puppies are expected to fully recover, and they will be able to adopt them out. So you misses. Are you and Mrs. Captain going to adopt one? Or? No, my, my daughter actually um, called me up uh, during the week when she saw the video of the puppies, and uh-huh. she, lives, she lives in an apartment where she can't have a dog. She was raised with a German Shepherd, my first canine partner, Buddy, uh-huh. and she said, Dad, can you please adopt one of those so I can come over and visit it? And I said, no, you need to, <laughs> you need to move to an animal-friendly community. That's what uh-huh. you need to do, yeah. um, because we've we've pretty much got our hands full, uh, and and you no, know, so we will not be as much as I love the breed. Yeah. Um, it you know it is so much work, um, and you know quite honestly, right now with what I do and all I do, um, I you know we really can't, uh, we don't have the time to invest, and we both recognize that as much as we would love to, um, yeah. you know we don't have the time, and it is a huge investment of time. Yeah, it is. Hey, Cap, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show, but on March 16th we'll be having a little special show for Patrick's second-year rebirth birthday. Yes, yes. So I hope, I I hope, you'll, I hope you'll come by and, and, and sing with us to Patrick. I'm sure, you'll have a, I'm sure you'll have somebody on hold on that show waiting to speak to you. That will be me. Okay, sounds good. Maybe we'll <laughs> yes. get Patrick to bark. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, Cap, I was saying I, I just can't believe it's almost two years already. It's unbelievable. Well, I still have, I still have two uh, very, very, very significant Patrick items. Um, um, one of them that I still continue to hold is the original drawing by the artist up in Canada, Crystal Shannon, yes. uh, that she did of Patrick. I still have the original um, uh, pencil and chalk drawing uh, stored, uh, and I also have a quilt, um, a Patrick quilt, that was quilted by a quilting group in the Midwest that wow. they shipped to me and said, when the time is right and when Patrick is home, if you could deliver this personally to his humans, 
we would appreciate it. So I am holding both of those items. I I have an address that I want to be able to deliver them to at some point in the near future, as you can imagine. And I can't wait until I have the opportunity to be able to take those two items wow. uh, and hand them over to Patrick's humans. Yeah. Well, I got my I got my green tuxedo ready to go for when it's official. There you so. go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. So, Captain, going back to the hurricane, where do people send um, any donations that they'd like to? Yeah, the the easiest the easiest thing to do, quite honestly, is to go to uh, www.njspca. Uh, you can make an honor donation, and you simply put in honor of the Sandy animal victims. Um, and what we have been doing is we have been trying our best to support all of those shelters that are doing the right thing. Um, in continuing the care for the animals that they have, including Sear Farms uh, and including several other shelters, uh, Perth Amboy Shelter, um, you know, Woodbridge Shelter, places like that um, that have just done a remarkably good job. We actually had a local uh, labor union, which off the top of my head, I'm sorry, right now I can't remember exactly who it was, but um, this group of, of rough, tough union guys um, got together, and a few women, I'm sure, too, um, and they donated uh, a bunch of $25 gift cards um, and mailed them out to us and asked us to please get those into the hands of people who need help. And I will tell you that when you talk to these people still, uh, people that were affected by this storm, um, they went through hell. And when you talk to them, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're quiet uh, and they're amazingly appreciative of anything, any kind of help that somebody else was willing to reach out to them with. It actually blows them away that people care so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a great feeling. So I've been distributing those cards to some of our officers in that affected area so that when they're out there and they run into these people, they can simply walk back to the patrol car, uh, get a box of food and treats and a gift card and walk back up and knock on that door of what used to be their home and hand them a box and a gift card and say we care. And it's just been a great program, great program. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Exactly. Because I can can guarantee you, uh, Sue and Howard, just like any other, whether it's a natural disaster or anything like that, um, you know, people donate, and a lot of times they don't really know who they're donating to. It was just like there was a group a while back that called themselves the International SPCA. And I got an email that asked if I wanted to join. So I Google, I did some Google research, and I found out that, okay, this is an organization that what they say they're doing is they're taking canines from the Iraq and Afghanistan war, and they're transporting them home and adopting them to soldiers that, you know, they met when they were in those foreign countries. Wow. Well, people donated millions of dollars, but as I looked through their website, um, there was red flag after red flag after red flag after red flag. When I did background checks, financials on them, uh, it was horrifying. And they ended up getting getting shut down, uh, and there's all kind of lawsuits and legal issues with that group. Um, but, you know, there, anytime there's uh, an opportunity for evil people to make money off other people's misfortune, it happens. Yeah. And people just want to make a donation to make themselves feel better. And that's not the thing to do. If yeah. you have to wait three weeks or a month so you can be sure of where your money's going or what it's going to be used for, then wait. 
Yeah, and that's pretty low to be saying they're the soldiers' dogs. That's really pulling at people's heartstrings. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. you know. It's, you know, there's horrifying examples of this all over, uh, and it, it, is, it is tragic because every time someone makes a donation to one of these groups, it's taking away from the organizations and the animals that truly need the help. And again, we're talking millions of dollars here. Yeah, no, you're not uh, talking it, a couple it, of bucks. No, no. You know, Cat's funny. You should, they just showed a soldier who was reunited with his dog from Afghanistan. It, yeah. I, I mean, the bond they have just must be just just beyond anything we know. It's pretty phenomenal. I mean, you know, as you know, you know, I say a lot of people, a lot of people go, uh, when I was in Costa Rica last year, mm-hmm. um, the the best group of, uh, the best group that I met was the beach dogs. Uh, hmm. There are a group of dogs down there that are basically homeless, mm-hmm. and they have a little pack, and there were six or eight of them. Um, sometimes they were in pairs, sometimes three or four, um, and there are certain people along the beach to feed them. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I happened to walk along the beach every morning I was there, and the first morning I turned around, there was three dogs following me. I'm like, what the hell? And wow. the next morning there were five dogs following me. So that was the running joke with the people I was with, <laughs> that Captain was going to go take his dog pack for a, a walk, <laughs> you know. And they would sit outside and wake in the morning, and we'd come back, and I'd get them some treats, and they would go away. And the next morning I'd wake up, and there they are, awake, and wagging their tails, like, let's go. <laughs> but, Cap, the bond oh. ha- I would imagine that, that the bond the soldiers have with the dog is a different bond than we do, huh? It's probably it is. something. It is. Yeah. Yeah, something we couldn't even understand, really. Yep, and, you know, one thing a lot of people don't understand, and I, I know you two do both, different cultures um, have, have treat animals very differently. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. some of those countries, uh, dogs are expendable, they're an annoyance, they're a waste. Um, and, you know, some of the countries, some of the islands, uh, people uh, want to get a dog, but they can't afford to feed the dog, so the dog mm-hmm. gets turned loose. Uh, you see it everywhere. You see it in Dominican Republic. You see it in Mexico. You see it in Puerto Rico. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looked at as expendable. Uh, where here in the United States, people have a lot more respect uh, for domesticated animals. Um, so when you have people in these other areas, in Afghan and Iraq are two great examples, where all of a sudden that dog that's three years old for the first time ever has a human being showing it affection and yeah. giving it treats. Um, and then that dog, you know, bonds with that person. And it doesn't just bond with a uniform that burns. It bonds with the person in that uniform, which is something yeah. that a lot of people don't really understand. Yeah. You know, dogs are a lot more complex thinkers than, than that. Um, you know, Chloe, immediately when she sees any law enforcement, fire department, or EMT uniform, she immediately uh, responds positively because she's used to being around people like that. Hmm. But she hmm. clearly knows the difference of who's in that uniform. Some people she likes a lot, and some people she dislikes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Huh. Inter- yeah, that is interesting for sure. Captain, I want to ask you something that I saw um, just the other day that it sort of confused me a little, okay? Um, it was somewhere in America, and I, I can't find the link at the moment. I've just had a look. And it was where a woman had been charged, and you may know the story, um, of she took a dog into a shelter, and she had actually lied to the shelter and said to them that she um, had found the dog, and here it is, blah, 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 um, mm-hmm. don't know who the owners are and everything else. And she got found out that it was actually her dog that she was handing in. Right. And she got charged for this. 
Now, I sort of sat on the garden fence for this because I sort of thought, right, okay, this woman did tell a white lie and she did lie to them and she dropped the dog off. Right. She got charged because she did the right thing in the sense that she did take it to somewhere. She didn't dump it. Hmm. She didn't cruelly treat it. She didn't smack it over the shovel and just bury it in the garden. She didn't leave it in a shed to starve to death and think, well, it'll be dead in a couple of weeks. She did mm-hmm. go and take it to a shelter. Right, what are your where thoughts the, on that? Yeah, and, and, and I will tell you this very simply. Um, a lot of good people make bad, make bad judgment calls. They make bad decisions. Good people make bad decisions. And what happens in a situation like that is, You'll have someone who is employed uh, driving a pretty nice vehicle, and this happens more often than people know, uh, who will take their dog that they no longer want to care for, and they'll take it to a shelter, and the shelter will say, okay, we have a $50 fee in order to take that dog from you, okay? And that person then will get in their car, and they'll leave because I'm not paying 50 bucks, and then they concoct the story in their mind, and they take the dog, and they just want to drop the dog off and say they found it running on the street. The problem with that is, in order to adopt the dog out, the more information you have, the better off it is. So hmm. if someone just takes a dog in and says they found it on the street, they drop it off and leave. Now you've got to determine the age. You've got to determine history. You've got to do a lot of things you need to determine so you can adopt that dog out to the right person. Hmm. Um, and it just causes, it, it's deceitful, and it causes a lot of and it happens a lot. And there are places where you can turn a dog in that you're not going to be charged a fee. You know, mm. if you just talk. But people are embarrassed. A lot of people are embarrassed also if they, yeah. they're moving and they can't keep their dog. And mm. they don't have any, so they just want to take it to the shelter and drop it and run. And mm. get embarrassed, so they don't want to admit that they're doing that, so they make up a story. So mm. it's really not, it's really, um, you know, it's not a great thing to do. And it could mean the difference between the dog being adopted out in two weeks or the dog sitting in a shelter for a year without knowing the history. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I, I sort of, I, I mean, yes, I can see, but I'm sat, I'm literally sat on the garden fence, and I can actually see both, both things. Sorry, I've just my phone just going off now. Sorry. Um, but the thing is, I just thought to myself, and you're saying that it, they charge fifty dollars to take that dog off. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of putting pressure? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make a picture up in my head. Okay, we've got um, a person that's on their own, maybe elderly, can't afford to look after their dog anymore, and they only live close to, say, a 50, where they've got to pay $50, but they can't afford mm-hmm. it. They're already mm-hmm. embarrassed the fact they don't want to drop off their dog because they can't afford, you know, but they can't afford to keep it. Is this putting a lot of pressure on people to literally dump their dogs or? abandon them in a place that they shouldn't? Well, I'll tell you this, and, and again, this is something that I've spoken about quite a bit. Um, you will not see someone in true need dropping a dog off at a shelter making up a story being charged with a crime, okay? If if an elderly person in the scenario you just stated uh, had a dog and they made a little white lie and they went to the shelter, um, that person is not going to be charged, Um People that are charged are people that are being deceitful for no economic reason. They're just being deceitful because they don't want to pay the 50 bucks that they very easily could pay. Hmm. And all it does is it adds to the, you know, we had a couple of dogs, you know, people think it's okay to drive up to a shelter at midnight 
and tie their dog to the front gate of the shelter. And they, they don't think that's abandonment because they're leaving it at the shelter. The problem is that animals that have been left at shelters like that have been killed by coyotes. They have uh, broken their leash and run off and been hit by a car and killed. There is a right way to uh, relinquish your dog, and there is a wrong way to relinquish your dog. And yeah. people need to do the right thing. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's, you can't just, you can't, an animal is a, is a living human, hum, or I almost said human, uh, it's a living <laughs> being. And, yeah. and they deserve yeah. to be treated better than someone dropping off an old TV on the side of the road and driving away. Hmm. And then believe um, me, if I, I, you know, you know, people drop boxes of puppies off on the side of the road or in a Walmart store next to the front door and hmm. drive away. Hmm. It's, it's hmm. horrifying. Yeah. yeah. We're better than that. So, we're, we're, we're a better society than that. Absolutely. The thing was, I just, I, I just, I've got this thing where, it's it's like we see so like you say so many puppies are just dumped and think surely to goodness in nowadays there has got to be better ways. I mean it's there is easier ways for people. You don't need to drop them off on the side of the road or dump them in a dump yard or whatever else. You know, there there is people even if they literally and and I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot here, but you know even if people called into the radio and said listen we've got a certain dog here we can't look after this anymore. This is the story. Can you help us? Or, or you know, we've got Facebook, we've got internet, we've got so many different things. There doesn't need to be any dump and runs anymore, does it? To these poor dogs, right. it's just not right. I mean, surely we should be having a heavier sentence for these ones that we actually catch, so that it would prevent them dumping them in the first place. Mm-hmm. Captain, if if. Do you if, mean? if if someone calls you guys, you know, and they say, blah, 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 you know, we got two dogs, we are lost our job, we can't afford them anymore, do you get, does, um, uh, does someone come out and, and, and get them, or, or how does that work? Well, we would, we would, have, uh, we would have local animal control uh-huh. uh, deal, with, deal with those people um, and, and give those people the information. I would tell you this, I mean, I, as I toured shelters in 2012, and I stood next to kennels that had dogs that had been there for a year or 18 months. Hmm. I told several of the shelters that, you know, if you have someone who comes in to adopt a dog and they bond and connect with one of these hard-to-adopt dogs, and you can read between the lines with hard-to-adopt. Hard-to-adopt is, you know, a large-breed dog, a pit mix dog, a pit bull. Um, if you have someone who comes here and the only thing holding them back from adopting that dog is the adoption fee. Mm-hmm. Here's my phone number. Call me, and we'll be willing to offset the cost of that and pay mm-hmm. that adoption mm-hmm. fee for those people. Yeah. Um, and the same thing is true. We've had other people who have had difficulty. I mean, you look at the riding stable that we just had shut down uh, in Belvedere, New Jersey, uh, three weeks ago. They had six horses there. Uh, the conditions were deplorable. Uh, the judge ruled that they were no longer able to operate as a riding stable and could not have care, custody, or control of a horse for 10 years. They had six horses. Uh, they said in court, okay, we'll take these six horses up to the slaughterhouse. Um, and we said, no, uh, here's what we'll do. Our investigator will work with you and with several rescue groups, and we will adopt out those horses. Mm. Well, they laughed because one of the horses was blind and had a seeing-eye pony that it hung mm. around with. The hmm. pony was the horse's eyes. Hmm. They'd been together for 12 years. Wow. Well, 
well, the laugh was on them because we actually found a person who was willing to take the horse and the pony both, pay all of the vet care costs for those two horses so they could be transported, and all six of those horses within three weeks have new homes. Wow. And if you think it's hard to find a home for a dog, try to find a home for a horse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it must be a little more difficult. It's a lot more difficult <laughs> because you take yeah. out 95% of the population from the mix Yeah, um, is what you do. And with horses, it's very, very complex uh, bringing a new horse into a current horse farm, you know, yeah. horse ranch, because mm-hmm. horses are territorial, they're very social, there's pecking orders. It's not just like bringing home a new puppy and letting it run through your house. That, that you know, you have to go through an amazing uh, integration process when you introduce a horse uh, into a, a pasture and a stable where there are other horses. Horses are very complex Animals. Captain, I want to ask you a stupid question. Are horses smart like dogs, or it's different? Um, Is it different smarts? Or? Well, I'm going to tell you something, and I know we're on you know, the radio here, and I guess more people will hear me than just you and Sue, but I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, I have actually walked in the riding stables, and I have caught horses using iPads. So they absolutely really? are smart. No, wow. I made that up. But they're 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 amazingly intelligent animals. Uh-huh. They're they they the bond that that is created between a human and a horse is is a phenomenal thing to see. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Horses are inquisitive. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll take things out of your pocket. Um, they'll follow you around. They'll watch you. They'll shadow you. Um, if a horse, um, you know, whenever I go to a horse complaint where someone's, you know, mistreating horses, mm-hmm. I ask the person, I ask the person, can you please come with me out into the barn? And as soon as that person gets within uh, 10 feet of that horse or 12 feet of that horse, all of a sudden the horse starts tapping its hoof on the ground. It snorts. Wow. Its ears go back. Wow. Um, because horses, they don't forget. Mm-hmm. And and you can tell you can tell um, between the human and the, the horse relationship. It's easier to read that than it is because dogs are too forgiving. Dogs are way too forgiving to wow. humans. Hmm. Uh, you can have a dog being mistreated by a human uh, five days in a row, and the sixth day the human walks out to the dog. And what does the dog do? It stands up and wags its tail. Mm-hmm. Because as far as the dog yeah. is concerned, it's a whole new day, and let's forget about everything that happened. Well, horses don't do that. Uh, they remember, um, and they remember people for years. Uh, you can see a horse and not see it for a year and then reintroduce yourself to that horse, and that horse knows exactly who you are. Captain, is it, is it true that, that, that dogs don't have a long memory? Is that true? Um, no, it's, it's not really that dogs have a – here's my, t- my simple take on it. Yeah. It's not that dogs don't have a long memory, um, but dogs don't have a concept of time. Ah, now, okay. it's like, like, like a lot of people are horrified to take their dog to a daycare if they're going away for a five-day vacation. Mm-hmm. So they put their dog in, mm-hmm. and they leave, and they're all upset, and the dog goes in. He's in doggy daycare with other dogs. He plays all day, has dinner, yeah. goes to sleep, wakes up the next day, plays all day. The dog has no idea that it's been seven days. As far really? as that dog's concerned, when you go back, it's been it's been a day. Now, some people say when they put their dog into uh, that situation, the dog gets depressed, the dog won't eat. Uh, although a lot of that is, is something that that human has really created that situation by not ever letting their dog out of their sights. It's like, you know how some new moms and dads 
a, a month after the baby's born, they mm-hmm. go to a, a family gathering, and everybody in the house, 26 different people, hold the baby. There are other people that have a baby, and nobody else holds that baby until the baby's 14 years old. You know, it's only hmm. them. Only and- them. So if you properly socialize your dog, and, and, and you allow your dog to be a dog sometimes, and I say, put a dog in doggy daycare, even if you don't need to, hmm. for the socialization skills. And once, once it's not a traumatic experience for the dog, it's, your dog's not not eating because he misses you. Yeah. Your dog is not eating because you put it in an unfamiliar situation and it doesn't know what to do. It doesn't know how to act like a dog and just enjoy himself playing with other dogs because he's never had the opportunity to do it. You know, people say, my dog will only eat for me, and, you know, Mm -hmm. he lost eight pounds. Um, That's because you didn't socialize that dog in those types of situations to get it used to it, so it's not an unusual circumstance for the dog. Because I know when, like, when I... Yeah, because when I go on vacation and come home, mm-hmm. I mean, Rosie will go crazy for a couple of seconds, then she's back. Then boom. Yeah, yeah, then boom. Because, yeah, again, they don't, yeah, they don't have the concept. She doesn't know if you've been gone for a day or ten days. It's people that make it stressful for the animal. And then when they come back, so, you know, my baby, my baby, and they just go, what the hell? Yeah. Sue, you know. so did you know that? No, it, it's quite weird because I always think to myself, this is my thing, I always think that half the time the dogs are, are picking up because the owners are stressed because they're going away, That's they've correct. got to pack stuff up, and, and the That's dog's correct. thinking, hey, what's going on here? What's all this stuff? What's going on? Hey, hold on a I'm going in the car. I don't usually go in the car. And then yep. they, they, they're, they're stressed out. The, the mums are shouting at the kids because they've got to go, and yeah, they're chucked right. yep. in the car, and... And half the time, the dogs are literally dropped off, either on the way as they're going, there's no planning beforehand. Yep. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So they'll say, oh, well, we'll we've, we're only going to be away two nights. Well, actually, why didn't you make it three so the dog could have gone away the day before, just so it's not so high rate for the dog in the house before it goes? Yep. yep. That's a good I point, too. I had a woman. I had a woman about a month ago who introduced a new adult dog, well, adult dog, the dog was two years old, uh, into her house. Um, And when she left the dog alone the first time, she locked the dog, or or, not locked the dog, but put the dog in 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 an empty bedroom and closed the door and left the house. And Mm. when she came home, the dog had destroyed the inside of the door by scratching on it because it wanted to get out. And she said, I'm, I'm so upset, I don't know what to do, I can't leave the dog alone. I said, well, you know, unless you've got a Picasso painting hanging in your house, uh, why did you lock the dog in the bedroom? Why don't, when you leave, the dog had been there for two weeks with no problems whatsoever. Um, why didn't you just leave your house and let the dog lay where it normally lays and look out the window it normally looks out? Why did you feel you need to lock it up? Well, I thought it, I didn't know what the dog would do. Well, if, if, if the dog's not exhibiting any signs of destruction, don't lock it into uh, a bathroom or a bedroom because think yeah. about it. Who wants to be locked yeah. in, a, in an empty room in a dark house? Nobody. Yeah, that, yeah, so leave the TV yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, leave the TV and, on. Uh, yeah, and the other, the other funny thing that gets me is when they, they have a dog, and obviously for the first two or three weeks, they're with it all the time. It's, oh, my goodness, this this dog. Then they've got to go and do the big shop, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like four, maybe four hours. They've got to go to a few places. They they haven't left the dog the whole time. Then they leave it for four hours. 
hold on, why didn't you just pop out to the shop and go for half an hour and then let it come back and let the dog get used to the fact that it's going to be left, but you're going to come home? It, do you know what I mean? It, it, you need to sometimes give it a bit of a leeway to get it, let it get used to it. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that is very interesting. Bless them. But, you know, each dog is totally different as well, aren't they? Yeah, see, like, see, like with me, I leave Rosie alone all day. She's alone all day. When we come home, she's fine. When I come home, she's sleeping. You know, she's fine. I leave her, I leave her, her water, and, you know, I give her a treat before she goes. So, yeah, she's fine. She doesn't know. But now, Cap, I think when I come back to visit Patrick, I'll have to take Rosie with me. I don't want her there to think go. that I'm. I don't want her to think that you know I'm going to go you know cheating on her there or something. So. <laughs> you know, I have a bigger problem if I'm home for if I'm if I'm away from home for five or six days, um, and and I come home, uh, you know, I walk in the door and Mrs. Captain runs in circles and jumps up and down and gets all. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa Colin Chloe just kind of lays there looking like okay, you're home. And that's up just too. to do your chores. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have made that up too, but I hope I hope Mrs. Captain isn't listening. You'll be in big trouble tonight. No, she knows. You know, that's the one the secret to my success in life is that whatever I say away from Mrs. Captain, I say in front of Mrs. Captain. So no, I she's very you. used to it. No, I know. I no, know. Nobody yeah, nobody ever says, Do you know what your husband said? My wife would go, Yep, I know. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, it'd be funny to know what the Mrs. Captain says about you, though, as well. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Has Has she got the same sort of humor as you? Um, she does only because we've been together so long. Um, so yeah, uh, pretty much. You know, she's not shocked by anything I say or do. While other people are shocked on a regular basis, she's not usually too shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless. Right, then. What else was I going to say? There was something else I wanted to bring. Um, Howard, what was the other thing? There was something else we were going to bring uh, forward Captain, today, any, and I've forgotten. Can it, um, any updates on the, on, on the, uh, on the Keisha case? Uh, no dates have been set in January, as you are aware of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're fully expecting to uh, hear something from Judge Cassini's chambers at some point in the near future as to a date in February. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we hear that, you will all know about that. Hmm. Okay. Well, just just moving along. <laughs> yep. And you know, I I uh, I had spoken to Pat Scavelli, uh, Patrick's uh, current human family, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago uh, around the holidays to find out how Patrick uh, was doing at that time. And as you saw some of the pictures, uh, he is uh, he loves mugging for the camera. Uh, continues to to do just an amazing uh, amazing job. Uh, and he's a very, very well-socialized and happy uh, dog, well-socialized with people uh, as time has gone on. He's gotten much, much, much better um, in accepting new people and different people, um, and he is quite the ambassador. And you see he and his sister Lily are pretty much inseparable, uh, just amazing. And just like Hercules, our other dog from Deptford Township, uh, he has settled in with his new family, uh, and his his sister happens to be a cat, which is you know he, he handled that very well. And uh, they cat and Hercules sleep together. Um, just amazing how they were able to uh, you know just trust people and other animals again so quickly after what they've been through. But you know overall, 
I couldn't be prouder of, of who Patrick has turned out to become. Uh, he's just one great, amazing dog. Yep, he's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of fans. Someone wanted to ask, ask me uh, to ask you, Captain, how much does he weigh now? Would you say, if you had a guess? I'm going to tell you that right now, in the mental state that I'm in, I couldn't even wager a guess right now. I don't know. Okay. Um, I do know that last year there was some concern. Uh, a couple of the pictures that that we had posted on our wet on our uh, Facebook page. Um, actually, it's one of those things where caution things in the mirror look bigger and closer than they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pictures were not the best pictures, and it made it gave Patrick the appearance that he was overweight or chubby. Uh, that yeah. is not the case. The holiday pictures showed uh, a much better image of Patrick. He actually is a very lean, uh, lean dog. And if I had to guess, I'm going to say 70 pounds, 75 pounds. Really? He's up to that already? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And he was, what, 15, 14, 15 pounds when yeah, you found him? Yeah, that is correct. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, he, right. he's, he's He's normal weight. That, that, let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm sure he dines at the finest places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And a lot of people, a lot of people too, a lot of people too have said, why, why don't they take the harness off, Patrick? Why do they always have a harness on? It's just that most of the photo opportunities are taken either just before they go somewhere or when they come back. So Patrick is not wearing his harness 24 um, seven. It's just usually when they return from some place, uh, that's photo op time before Patrick sneaks off with Lily and finds some place to lay down. Uh, and go to sleep. So that's ah, what that's all about. Ah, that's what. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very, very that's interesting. Cool. Now, Captain, in the last, um, let's just say, couple of weeks or whatever, is there any dog um, or animal that you've seen that's up for adoption that you think, oh, that is just gorgeous, or a story about it that will win our hearts that we can maybe we can use as a, a star adoption for this week? Yeah, actually, Howard, I don't know if you uh, saw the post on our Facebook page. There was a dog named Roscoe yes, at yes. the Perth Amboy Shelter. Of course. And, Sue, that's a, that's a great story because there was a family that had Roscoe. Uh, they were displaced by Hurricane Sandy. Um, when they brought Roscoe in, they tried every avenue they could to find a temporary home or a permanent home for Roscoe. They checked with family, friends, neighbors, uh, went online and just couldn't find anyone. Um, they actually went to the Perth Amboy Shelter and turned Roscoe in. Uh, the entire family was in tears. Uh, it was a horrible decision that they had to make, but it was a decision that they needed to make for their family, and they want nothing but the best for Roscoe. So Roscoe is still there. Roscoe is a great puppy. Uh, all of the information is on a recent fo- uh, Facebook post, and people can go there, and you can actually pull his picture off of there as well. Oh, and that would great. be that would be my well, choice uh, for an animal that really, you know what? This is an animal that really deserves a family after what uh, he's been through. Hey Sue, maybe we can oh, get him okay. on a Sue. Maybe we can get him uh, on a plane to your place. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I'm just looking at the picture. It's beautiful. <laughs> he's I'm adorable, just putting the link straight in the chat room. Yep. yep. He's so cute. All right. Well, no, Howard, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be entering into a series of tunnels in about 30 seconds, so I'm okay, going to have Cap. to uh, bid, bid you all adieu and say thank you. And, Sue, thank you so much again for having me on. I appreciate it. Always it's a pleasure. fine. Thank Cap. you very much. And we'll see all if right. we can get Roscoe um, rehomed for you as well. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. And, Cap, get your singing voice ready for the 16th, my friend. I'll, 
I'll be ready. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Okay, Captain. Thank you very Bye-bye. much for calling. God Thank bless. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, what a guy. What a guy. Oh, absolutely brilliant. And so, again, I need to say to everybody, if uh, anybody can actually rehome Roscoe at all, we will be putting the link straight into the Ask Sue show straight after the show. Absolutely beautiful. And I've just got to... Let me just read what it says. It says, To all Percy and Boy Shelter need supplies and help place in Roscoe. And it's from the captain. Perth and Boy ACO and police were called to a house for a possible abandonment case and they requested the NJSBCA to respond to assist. When I arrived on location, the owners of the dog returned to the house. They stated that they were evicted out of their apartment late last night by the property owner and had nowhere to live or were able to find a temporary home for their dog, Roscoe. According to the owners, they recently lost their jobs, had no money to pay for rent, so last night they had to leave Roscoe overnight in the backyard before they left. They provided Roscoe with food and water and a blanket while they looked for a place to stay overnight. They returned this morning and met us at the location. They stated they were able to find someone to take Roscoe. However, they later found out that this person wanted to fight and breed Roscoe. The NJSPCA and ACO recommend to sign Roscoe over to the animal shelter so that we could find him a good home, which the owners agreed. The owners spent their last time with Roscoe crying and saying goodbye. The NJSPCA offered to pay the surrender fee of $15 because they had no money left. We also offered, after the owner's request, for the owners to stop by the shelter and visit Roscoe while they try and find a new home. Now, Perth and Boy Animal Shelter needs to find Roscoe a home. Please call the Perth and Boy Shelter for additional information at 732-324-3877. I'll just repeat that number. It's 732-324-3877. They also have several other dogs and cats that need a home. Additionally, the shelter is in need of food and supplies for the animals due to the tough economic times. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Absolute beautiful art. He's just absolutely gorgeous. He's yeah, lovely. He's gorgeous, yeah. That was um yeah, that was very educational today. I actually learned a couple of things today from the captain. I you know, I had heard my mom I think my mom had told me that dogs have no concept of time and I guess it's true. Yeah. So that, yeah, it's very interesting. It's okay, nor do the kids are gonna tell them to get home for the tea. <laughs> kids, forget kids. Kids have no. Yeah, that's true. I had no concept of time. My mother said be home at eleven. I was like, what, eleven in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the funny part was, it, it, when we were kids. I mean, even at my age, we're going to say I, it was it's so different. We just used to go down the field and we come home at tea time or when we were hungry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now it's 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 different times today. But uh, I like the one with the horse playing with the iPad. That was pretty funny. <laughs> 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 well, I think you nearly fell for it, actually, but I'm not going to say no more. I almost did. He almost had me going there. But um, but you know, yeah, back but the funny to- part is, and this is really true. When I was younger, my nan had a horse, and um, it was called Jenny. And mm-hmm. I used to literally go down there with a little hand radio, and I used to be standing there talking with this horse while he's eating his hay. And the, and I'm not joking. You could feel the horse calming down. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really weird, and she used to do, and it's so funny, loads of people say this to me about if you put your nose to their nose and stuff and how you can feel them breathing on you and stuff, and if you, if you like, breathe up their nose almost, they, it's like um, apparently a connection between you both or something. I don't I'm not. I love horses, but I don't know loads about them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, how do, you feel, about, how do you feel about horse racing, Sue? 
Oh, that's something else. I actually went to dog racing once. Dog racing? And I uh-huh. said to... I went once. Yeah. Right? And I said, right, if we go, I said, I'm telling you now, if one gets injured, it's going to have to come home with me. I'm not joking. The first race, and it was literally the first corner of the race, this dog went skidding off, and you could see it coming off limping. There's me having to hold tissues against my eyes because I'm crying over the dog. Forget the damn race. I was too bothered about the dog. And <laughs> I don't think I could go again. It just, it just absolutely broke my heart. And yeah. I think I'd be exactly the same with horse racing. Yeah, well, <clears throat> as I said, I want to repeat, I'll be going to the shelter tomorrow. And uh, that's going to be, I'm going to try to, I'm going to be going with my friend Lily. She's uh, She listens to all the shows. Uh, She's too, in the chat and, room, actually. Yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're going to be going tomorrow. And last time when I went in, we walked around, I got very upset. It's just so emotional. But uh, I'm going to try this time. But we're going to bring some blankies. We're going to bring some food. And uh, now this is a no-kill shelter. But, you know, it still doesn't make it easier knowing they're going to be, you know. So, but we're going to do our thing. We're going to bring some goodies for them. And, uh and we'll just do the best we can do. You know, it's just it's it's just very it's just heartbreaking when you go in there. But you know, we gotta gotta bring them some goodies. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I have just put um, Roscoe into the uh, Asu show, and obviously his details are on there. So if anybody can help with rehoming him, please let me know. It will be brilliant to hear that you've somebody's been able to rehome him through the Asu show. You know, Sue, that's what a good thing. T- Sue, that's a good idea. Sorry, you just had. Maybe, maybe like each Tuesday we could do like maybe put together something with shelters across the country and feature a different animal. I think you just stumbled upon yeah. something. Yeah, well, you know, it's quite funny. I was thinking that only the other day about every show. Every time we do a dog show of some sort, we could maybe have a dog that we mention. Absolutely. Um, oh, and it just reminded me of something. Um, everybody needs to um, please share the next link one. I'm just going to find because I've, I've got all the other things but forgot this. There is a dog called Bones that is missing. Um, it's actually being dealt with by the Lexus Project. And let me just get this link. Absolutely gorgeous dog. As far as I know, they are still looking for him. And obviously we had the Lexus Project on last night. Um, so thank you to Richard and Robin for coming on last night. They are actually, all of they do, all what they do, Howard, is actually voluntary at the Lexus Project. Wow. wow now, that's I great. must admit, every time I've heard about the Lexus Project, I've always felt like it was um, an organization of a big thing. And there isn't that many that work for them. I mean, obviously, they've got the attorneys and everything that work for them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them are voluntary, some are actually paid for. Mm-hmm. But they've actually put out a um, reward for finding bones. And I'm, I'm saying that that sounds terrible. The dog called Bones, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Apparently, it's in Toledo, in Ohio. His name's Bones. He's approximately nine year old. He's white with black markings on his left ear, and approximately 120 pounds. He's a beautiful big dog. Oh. Um, been missing since the January the fifth um, from Luan Street near the mall. If I'm running, I would be hungry and possible feral at this time. He loves to play with the balls and things like that. I would play with anyone. Good way to get him. Would likely respond to stinky food like sardines or hot dogs. If you have seen him or you can get any information, you can contact Sylvania Vet, and that's 419 885 
416-381-4249. And I'll repeat that number again, 419-885-4421 or 516-319-4249. And they, there is a large reward for his safe return. So if anybody can share those links all over the world, please, you never know who may see it. So please That's help right. all you can. Absolutely. <clears throat> and actually, I'll just put that straight in the Asu show while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we had some. I had some. We have. A, I have a guy that comes through the store. I've told you he has two service dogs that are pit bulls. Comes in. I saw him uh, last week, and there's a little girl. She was about five years old, and uh, the dogs were kissing me. I was crack laughing, and the mother's and the girl was like, "Can I come up and pet him?" And I said to the mother, "Come on." And she was like a little apprehensive. Well, anyway. The girl went up, and they both, both one dog was kissing one on one cheek, the other on the other. And I was like, I said, yeah, you see how mean those pit bulls are? And the mother was like, her fear was over. So, you know, it, it was just great. Oh, bless. Um, let me just put this. And please, everybody, um, if anybody has, would like to donate also to the Lexus Project, um, they have got the chip in on their website. Um, please go and have a look. They need to... Excuse me. They need all the support they can get right now. So any help at all, you know, they're fighting for so many dogs to be able to release. And like they said, they are not there to support the humans. They are there to defend the dogs, and I love that. Oh, Sue, how are the people in the chat room liking the new hours? Any feedback yet on, on the new hours oh, of the show? That's a very good question. We've got a few in. What are your thoughts about our new hour times? Um, anybody that's listening to the archives of this, you can email Show at gmail.com. <coughs> what do you guys think in the chat room? Because someone just someone just PM. They're quiet tonight. They're, yeah, is they're it? They're not as chatty as usual. I don't know well, what's going on. Well, someone PM me from New York. They said they like it better because they're home already and they're listening and they're and, and they're with their pets. So, you know, I, I I think it's I think it's although it's late where you are. That's the whole thing. Well, it it is. It's twenty past midnight. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, that's early for you. That's like three in the afternoon for me. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, you know what I'm like. I'm usually getting up, going to bed the next day. Yes. After being. Um, up. we've got Lily is saying it works for her, and Nitro Foundation. Who I've got to say to everybody, Nitro Foundation. What an absolute star and a gem this person is. She's beautiful. I um, hope you're okay, Nitro Foundation. Um, and she's put, how much, much better? No, uh, hours, start again. Hours, much, much better. Get that right? Um, and Rat EBGB has put, fine by me. Fine by me. <laughs> how, is, how is Miss EBGB doing? The day she, is it, I mean, is she going to call in one of these years? I, I, t- I tell you what, we're going to have to do it, aren't we? In this century? Well, I think she should get Skype. If she hasn't got Skype already, we can actually. She might be able to Skype into the show. Okay. Well, I expected her at least call in for Patrick's birthday party. We got to have all our regulars calling in for that show. That's going to be a big exactly. celebration. That's going to be a big party. Yes, I, I think actually. Did we say we're doing it on a Saturday? Saturday, March sixteenth. That's Patrick's birthday. Well, we, what we'll do is I'll set up an emergency as well. So if it has to go over the two, first two hours, we can always run it into a double special for the Sunday. 
Okay, and the event actually starts that Friday. I'll be, I'll, I'll be taking. I already told my boss I'm taking that weekend off. He was like, "Why?" I said, "It's Patrick's birthday." He said, "Okay, you can take it off. Don't worry." <laughs> <laughs> He's not that daft to argue with that. <laughs> so, so that's interesting. Captain said um, that that Patrick might be upwards of seventy pounds. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. Now, I must just say as well, I've just I need to find um there was something here before I saw I think it was New South Wales, I think, police. Mm-hmm. I saw I'm I've gone into a bit of a Twitter freak at the minute. I, I've been on it today, twittering and, and all sorts and sharing everything and it's been a bit crazy really, but all very good. Um No, I can't find it now. That's just typical, isn't it? There you go. There was something, and, and just as well, I need to tell everybody, we've got the show on Thursday, which is, again, about the dogs being shot by the police. And I am upset to say there is yet another dog being shot. Oh, no. Yeah, we've got um, Sassy, absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful dog. And I've just got to say how sorry I am to the family of Sassy. Um, absolutely beautiful. Um let me just also say very quickly, Nitro Foundation, please put your links into the chat room as well. Let everybody see what you're doing because you're doing a fantastic job. Um, and also the the video, I've just put the link in the chat room of um, Sassy. It's going to break people's hearts seeing that video because she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also got to say to everybody as well, um, the njspca.org is the website for the um, njspca. And I'm just looking, there's loads of important links in there. Um, One is adopt a pet, animal shelters in New Jersey, an urgent request. So, you know, everybody, you know, go and have a look. Even if you share some numbers of the people, of the shelters, um, and I will be putting the link and copying that, um, because obviously we need to get those numbers out there. That's an excellent idea. And also they're very close to 25,000 likes. They've heard 24,575, so I know... Captain would be delighted if they hit 25,000. Yes, definitely. Well, I have shared the link everywhere, <laughs> even on Twitter. <laughs> even on Twitter. Well, since you've now just opened the door, it would be very nice if everyone would share the Sue Group link, guys. You know, like hint, hint, like doesn't take mm-hmm. much. Sue goes ahead and shares everyone else's. She's the first to do it. So come on, let's, uh, you know, we're having great shows. Sue's having great shows every day. So let's go ahead. Let's, you know... Next couple of days over the weekend, share the links. Doesn't you heard what the captain said? It's no effort. Go ahead and do it, please, please. <laughs> yeah, and I've just got to say that I was. Oh my god! Gonna have to, gonna have to I come have over there. The is setting. It's, it's yeah. the tw- gone twelve o'clock. I think the ornite is setting. Um, just got to say to everybody that I was talking to a lady the other day. Um, I've forgotten her name at the moment, but I was talking to her the other day. And we'd got so many things in common and stuff. She didn't know about the Ask Sue show. She just literally fell upon it because they did the shooting of the dogs. And she said she got quite a few people that were mutual friends, but nobody told her about the show. Interesting. Very interesting. So, again, I need to say the words, please just add your friends to the Ask Sue show. If they choose to leave, that's fine. That's their decision. But just add them if they want to leave, they can. If they want to stay, that's brilliant. Just don't choose for your friends. Just add them and see if they would like to know. 
or send them a link about it and ask them if they'd like to join or whatever. It's quite amazing how many people have actually got contact friends that actually want to know or want to come on the show. Yeah, great. Yep, that's all it takes. Cause as um, you know, as you've said, sorry, go on, Howard. No, as you've said, you know, you've done so many causes, and you know, God forbid, your something happens to your child or your pet, and you know, you need the exposure. So, you know, it's uh, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and this, this is the thing. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm sure Paige and Sandy three years ago wouldn't have thought that they would be fighting for Bandit, or you know, and these other people have had their dogs shot by the police. I'm sure they never thought anything like that was going to happen. No. Nope. We've got also got the the BSL laws that keep um, taking dogs away. I'm sure none of them thought that they would be in that situation. You just never know what's around the corner. No, you don't. You don't. It can happen. It can happen to any of us any day, any time. So that's why, uh, you know, that's why we all have to, you know, stick together as a team. Yeah, and just to let everybody know, obviously we've got the um, police shooting dogs show on Thursday. Um, all being well, we should have the show on Friday, which is about BSLC's dogs. Mm. Saturday we've got the government show. And then we've got some um, shows coming up next week. And also this Thursday, obviously, I'll be on the Chef Sassy. I think it's um, Sassy. Chef Sassy um, show show on Thursday as well. Oh, that's great. So Thursday's going to be a busy day. (laughs) You'll have a a very busy day. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's okay. You You need to keep busy. I mean, you don't do much. A couple of kids and, you know. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops, honestly. It never stops. Um, yes, Nitro Foundation. Um, I've just put the links up. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Nitro's Law. That's N-I-T-R-O-S-L-A-W. And then you've got the website, which is www. NitroFoundation.com, and I keep calling a Nitro all the time. I've forgotten the name again. But um, if you want to call into the show and give us an update on how the Nitro Foundation's going, um, we've still got a bit more time on the show, so give us a call in. And if anybody else has got any story they'd like to bring to our attention to finish off the show, by all means, give us a call in three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. Are you going to have Jim back on the show again? Is he going to come back on? Yeah, I've got to speak to Jim, actually. Um, but obviously he's so busy with all these different... And he's actually dealing with some of the shootings as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I know he's really busy. So I don't, I just don't like to mither him, but he's so yeah. much help to me as well. So Yeah, such an amazing guy. He's so, you know, he's so articulate and, um, you, know, he, he, you know, he just knows his stuff. Has he ever been on the show with the... Have they ever been on the show together at the same time, the captain and... Uh... No. Oh, that'd be a good show yep. to have. Yeah, that'd be a good show to mm. have because they know they know each other for sure. So, yeah, that'd be an interesting show. They just, you know, it's so great when you have people full of knowledge and you just hear, you know, you know the facts correctly and and just their opinions on stuff. You exactly. Know, it's, you know, that's what it's all about, yep. really. Absolutely. And the thing with Jim is, even though he's got so much knowledge, it's and and the captain, both of them, they're not. It's all personal with them, and they they're so good they know the an- most the answers i mean I'm not saying all, but everything's right. Do you know what I mean I know that when I get information from them it's a hundred percent correct 
Correct. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Well, that's with you and me, Sue. We don't put stuff out there, and you know, unless we've had it verified. You know, like when I yeah, do the exactly. event, you know, I you know I won't put something out there that I don't know for sure. That's just not a good thing to and do. And I just, do you know, you're absolutely right. And today I saw a picture that was forwarded to me of a dot. Um, no, sorry, a cat that somebody actually chopped its head off, oh and we're holding God. the cat's head. Oh and straight away I jumped on the picture and I said, hey, whoa, I need to know where this picture come from. I need to know how long it's been on Facebook. Because sometimes these pictures go round and it can be have gone round four years or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's winding people back up again. And I just think it's ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Yes. yes. Um, Lily, listen, there's no need to be sorry. It's fine. But it's not that. It's just the fact that we, I do get, I mean, some people send me pictures and I have to trace them back. Um, and it, it's so hard, isn't it? You know, it, just trying to find those links again and everything else. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, right. I've got here where, let me just have a look at this. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm just reading. A former dog pound worker acquitted of animal cruelty charge. Demonstrators demand man be held accountable for his actions. Now, this one's just been forwarded to me by Nitro Law. I think I'm going to probably lose my head with this. And Uh-oh. there is a video of this as well. And it says the pound worker charged with misdemeanor animal cruelty has been acquitted. Midway through the animal cruelty trial for Aaron Nova in Toledo court and before calling witnesses defense attorney jerome phillips motioned that the prosecutor had not established that the defendant's actions met the elements of the offense for which he was charged prosecutor sharon gage i think her name had called two witnesses lucas county dog warden julie kyle lyle and the humane society cruelty investor gino's burrows um they read the statue Mr. Nova was charged under and then stated he did not believe Mr. Nova's behavior rose to the level of animal cruelty and granted Mr. Phillips' request for dismissal. Hmm. You know, these stories are unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's just one after another. See. Right, four demonstrators, including... Kim Penn of Toledo and her 145-pound Irish Wolfhound held signs calling on the court to prosecute Mr. Nova to the fullest extent of the law. <laughs> and the dog named Finnegan was wearing a sign that said, Try choking this guy and throwing him, Mr. Nova. We love our pets. <laughs> love it. Yep. Absolutely love it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, I just um, got. Yeah. I hear. I hear that Facebook is messing around again. Now they're changing timelines. I hear someone just PM me. What are they doing? I don't know what's going on with them. They are absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you what they're doing. They're annoying a lot of people. Well, I'm telling you. I can tell you they're getting. Re- I don't care what anyone says. This is my opinion. I think they're getting ready to charge. To have a fee. Now, my, you know my, my opinion only. I've heard. The, I've heard rumors, you know but I, I, I definitely feel... think so. Yeah, I feel the same. But let me just say to people, I don't think they're going to pay. They're going to make us pay for the ordinary Facebook, and this is where they they're going to trip us up. Yeah. They're not going to make us pay for the normal Facebook. But what they're going to do is for yeah. pages. I, this is my thought. Okay. For pages and things like that, they will ask you to char- uh, charge you to advertise them. That's why they're getting rid of profiles that are, are not um, for people. Ah, very interesting. 
Yeah, so about- if you want to do a business profile or a business, it's going to have to be on a page or something like that. And I think to advert- to pay to do them properly, you're yeah. going to have to pay for it. So how about okay? So how about like the events we do? We're going to have to. They're going to charge for those. You think? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Well, I haven't even. I'm. I'm just thinking for the things like the pages that we've done for the Ask Sue show mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the pa- different pages and stuff that we're doing. It doesn't bear to think about. Well, all I can say is, Sue, as the old saying goes, there's a lot of fish in the sea. I'll leave it at that. Um, yes. <clears throat> Let's just say that um, Ask Sue is currently being one of the sharks, and and will try and find something. Facebook is not, not, if if, uh, certain people think they're the only fish in the sea, they're mistaken, you know. uh, There are other choices, so we'll we'll just leave it at that for now. Um, Well, it was, (laughs) I'm going to get so shot down. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Um, (laughs) Well, I thought I'd do something a little bit funny, and you know how much we always do sensible things. events, don't we? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I thought it'd be quite good to do a little bit of um, a fun one. So I did the event called Let's Tell Mark Turd of Control Book. Mm -hmm. And it says, have you had enough of all this? Yes, let's tell Mark Turd of Control Book. We are going to the toilet. Because let's face it, at the moment, they are ruling us and controlling us so much that all of us, we tell them when we're going to work, we tell when they're going home, we tell them when we're um, going out. We say when we're going on holiday. We like pages so we can act, so they can actually look at the likes and mm-hmm. know what we like, what we don't like, mm-hmm. what we hate, and everything else. So it is control book. It's not Facebook anymore. The control control you. book. Now the, I, the, I heard so, there was a ru- I heard there was a rumor rumor, and I use the word strongly that they were going to try to market a Facebook phone. Who knows? So, so All like I'm going to say is. They'll they'll probably probably limit you to how many friends you can have on your phone as well. Well, the thing is, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I have the Facebook app on the iPhone, so I'm thinking if they come up with their own phone, you'll only be able to get the mobile app on their phone. That's mm-hmm. my thought. That's my thought. So. Yeah, and then there'll be a charge for that to use the app on their phone. You make it. We wait and see. Or well, or unless you something, sign up. What, something or, will or, come. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah. on oh, this yeah. event, we put. Have you all had enough of this? Let's tell Mark Turd of Control Book we are going to the toilet. Yes, all change of status is at 10.45 UK time, 5.45 p.m. Eastern time every night. So what you do is you change your status at, at that time, and you put, I am going to the toilet now, as Facebook, you are taking the Wii. And I was mm. even polite. I wasn't rude. Do this every night. Let's get everyone to the toilet at the same time. Add your friends and let's wee, wee, wee. This is a virtual <laughs> event. Laugh out loud. Add everyone. So I, I thought it was a bit of fun, isn't it? You know, we, we need to get get-togethers, even if it's at That's, the toilet. Maybe I better keep track of when Rosie does her poops. You know, I, I mean, you might want an exact, you know, exact timing. I could also send him a sample if he's interested. It's free. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've just got to say that Nitro Foundation is just telling me that what I've just read out has just happened today, mm-hmm. and he was just acquitted. Oh. Nitro Foundation supporters attended and held a peaceful rally. Oh, my God, one after another after another. Yep, yep, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. Oh, boy, unbelievable. It, it's just incredible, absolutely it incredible. It's just mind-boggling, it's just mind-boggling. Oh boy. Well, 
you know, it's just, um, you know, it just seems endless. It does. It just seems endless. Definitely. Definitely. And um, just to let everybody know, um, obviously, we need to let you know of a few pages that we've got. Howard, do you want to tell everybody about your rainbow one? Yes, that's our page. We do have a um, page called When Your Pet Goes to the Rainbow Bridge. And I'm almost up to 200 likes. There's some beautiful pictures in there. You know, the reason I thought about it was our dear friend Sally lost, she lost three pets within about three months. And, you know, I figured when people on Facebook post they lost, you know, one of their angels, you know, people are sorry. But I figured it would be a place for people to just come and share and feel comfortable. And and, and people have told me they're comfortable there. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, that helps people feel more comfortable because they are our family and, uh, See, it's called When Our Pet Goes to the Rainbow Bridge. And the link is in the chat room, and we'll put that link also in the Asu show after the show. And also, we've got um, For the Love of Buddy as well, which mm-hmm. was set up after the cruelty of poor Buddy. And I must admit, I was speaking to somebody today, and I read their, the poem out, which they'd not heard on the radio. And they said to me, Oh my goodness, you just so need to get this printed because it's such a good poem. So, Apparently, I've got to read it again because apparently some people haven't seen it, and you know. So I'm going to read it again, and just let, let me tell you that some people may get upset by it because apparently it's quite emotional. I mean, I didn't put it to be emotional, but apparently it's quite heart wrenching. And I've actually put it as if it's from Buddy who's watching over. And if anybody wants to have a look at the page, it's called "For the Love of Buddy," and this is what I wrote: I am watching. Hello, everyone. Nice of you to join the page in memory of me. My cries for help were heard, but it's just no one could see. I just wish that they could have seen how much love I had inside. I wanted to give them all my heart, but they never heard my whimpers or my cry. I don't know what I did to deserve this. I know I'm not the only one, as I can see on this page, but unfortunately, now that I have gone. But please don't be like my owners who did this cruelty. Just show the world what's happening. It's all about reality. I know the pictures distress you. Imagine how I felt. I would have shared all the pictures, but they didn't like how I smelt. I see so many suffering pups from uh, pups to seniors too. What the hell is happening? It's up to all of you. You have to not ignore and don't pretend to be asleep. Wake up and smell the roses. Imagine I'm at your feet. So look into their eyes and tell me it is hard. All I ask for is a share or a home or a backyard. All I needed was to be to be clean and fed. Time for cuddles, love and a snuggle into bed. I see all these children get all their presents that their hearts desire. I only wanted love and attention. I was a little trier. I often looked at myself in the reflection of where I lay. I used to sit and look at myself with some hope and pray. I sit here and wonder of all those still doing just that. Sitting on their own and freezing in that old tin shack. Some with chains that limit on how far that they can go. Even though they can hardly move, they are left out in the snow. I wonder how long it will be before we see an end. But before this ever happens, write a letter and please send. Share the link of the page to groups and celebrities too. And ask them what they can and intend to do. Well, I thank you again for the tears that you've shed. But please help the others to find a home and a bed. But most of all, find the care and the love to stop all the pain. Let's stop waking up tomorrow to see more of these pages again. Thanks to those who shared me in my hours near my past. 
and I thank all those who tried to save me with such special class. I know that you did love me near the end. I wish I found you sooner. I could have been your buddy and you be my friend. So let's start the new year with some love and some hope. Let's stop this cruelty together as soon as you're on your own. You will not cope. No, I'm right here with you as you share all this pain. I will always be beside the suffering to help them through all the strain. As they say a final goodbye, do not forget me or those above, because all we ever wanted was respect and to be loved. Love from Buddy. Wow. That's amazing. And I just want to remind everybody that we have just passed the six months mark for Paul Lennox as well. Hmm, and great. I've spoken to quite a few people, and to some people it seems like it was yesterday. Also, at times it can feel like it was years ago. But at the end of the day, there's still, still having it. it. It's still here. BSL laws are still here. And, you know, there's probably more Lennoxes out there that we've missed that we didn't even get there. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know I'm, I mean? sure, I'm sure it's plenty just, of them. Yeah. Absolute man. Um I did have a poem, but unfortunately I can't read it. Oh, actually, I might be able to. Hold on, let me just look. Yes, I just can't. I did this for Lennox. Now, I must admit, this one isn't as good, but I did do this one, so bear with me. Uh, Lennox. Well, it was six months today that Lennox was killed. We're still waiting for the truth to be spilled. Did he die sooner? What is the truth? Belfast City Council are still on the loose. Someone has to pay for this massive crime. We will all wait until someone serves the time. The liars and the cheats, we cannot forget. We hated where he was and how he was tret. We will continue to shout and to holler. What the hell, you even kept his collar? You can hide behind doors and close the blinds too. But we promise you now, we are watching you. The blood has only dried on your hands, but as time goes on, the following will expand. So why did you do it? What did you have to prove? You didn't gain anything and you've still got a lot to lose. There will be a point when someone stands and speaks. They will grow some balls. We will have to wait years, months or weeks. But the public is still angry and this still had to happen. We even had Sinister who did his own rapping. We woke the world up so much about the BSL laws and the deceit and the mistrust. The petitions got together and thousands signed too. We all wanted to do something, but we just couldn't save you. We have so many people trying to end BSL, but Belfast City Council can go to hell. The society will stand together strong to stop this happen again, just so damn wrong. Lennox belonged to the Barnes who told us of the story, but no help by Parliament or any Tory. We wrote, email, and called everyone, and that even included the Queen to the Sun. But it was not meant to be. They had decided. They had dug their feet, feet too deep and they had confided, sat and confided. They must have paid people off to shut them all up. I don't believe none had a conscience, not even fell for Lennox love. But the public is still here and today will we remember. This will continue long from 1st of January to the 31st of December. If you think that time will forget and time will heal, it will never rest until you're in court, even if it means an appeal. Lennox, never forget, we are so sorry. We feel we let you down. But up there, as you watch over, we are sure you wear a crown. As one day soon, the truth will be out, and we will be to get together. 
to stop this happening again to a family dog, and we mean never. So come on, Lennox, as you watch over, please guide us, as we want to catch up with them on the Karma bus. So send our love to Lennox up in the sky, and watch over all of us as we have a cry. But love to the Barnes family and to all of you, but let's keep doing what we've got to do. Keep his memory going, that will never die. Can't believe six months has gone since you learned to fly. The anniversary of the dog murdered by BCC. Gone, but never forgotten. Wow. Who wrote that, Sue? I did. Why don't you write a book of poetry? <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm very serious. I mean, you write beautifully. Why don't you, why don't you, you should write a book of poetry. You really should. You're up, I'm, I mean, you're up all night anyway. I mean, the, I mean, you're <laughs> Your poems are. Have it done by morning. <laughs> your poem, No, I'm stupid from my. I wouldn't say anything. Your poems are beautiful. You should write a book. You really should. I must admit, it was only. It was really buddy thing. I just. I've always liked poetry. My mum used to re- love reading it, and I used to like reading it as well. But I just literally just started doing that, and it just. I know, just come from nowhere, and now I just think. It's just something different. You know, we read so many posts. Mm-hmm. And they're just another one, do you know what I mean? And I just think poetry's something different. Well, I think you should write a I mean, book. I mean, I just love it. I think you should do it. When you come to the States, I could be your tour manager. I love it. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean the managers get to sort out how to pay to get me here to there? <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's the idea is to get you here to like a you know bookstore in New Jersey or something. You know, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing uh, is, though, I must, let, let's just be on a serious note here. I mean, yeah. I've seen so many cruelty cases and so many dogs, and I have just got to say to everybody, let's just stop for a minute. We're, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm always doing a rant about things that we can't do, right? But let's just stop for a minute and just remember something. Buddy, as soon as we got Buddy's picture and we saw how covered he was in I'm going to say everything. And he was a mass, and you couldn't even tell where his face was on his body that I had to put an arrow. Some people couldn't even see where his face was. Mm-hmm. But soon as that picture and that story hit Facebook, it went global. Mm-hmm. As soon as Lennox hit Facebook, it went, it went global. global. Yep. As soon as the people got behind it, it was away. Mm-hmm. Can I just please say to everybody... That, you know, with the Ask Sue Show, we are dealing with so many different cases every single day. But we need to all give ourselves a pat on the back for everything that we achieve by our, our teamwork, our getting together, the cross-posting, and of course the show, but everything. What an amazing team all of us can be together. Look what we achieve just by passing things from one to another, to another, to another, and going round to the point where we actually look at the picture and think, I know that cat or I know that dog because it had this and we've seen it mm-hmm. maybe two days before. Yeah, it's true. But You're right. Just look at what we achieve, Howard. You know, just look at what these it's people achieve. And I've got to think some people can only manage to do an hour a day. Um, stupid people like me who've got nothing better to do. Yeah, right. Uh, are doing 15 hours a day. All of us are a team. Correct. And, and, and there is people out there that are saying they can't afford to pay into chip-ins and whatever. That's fine. 
doing a small bit every single day. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, people have even suggested to me maybe we should do an auction to raise mm-hmm. the money for the show, or maybe we should do different things to raise money for charities and whatever. And this is all very good. But I need that teamwork to be able to build up the Ask Sue show so that I can actually get a bigger radio show because, let's face it, this radio show that I'm doing is not big enough at this moment in time for what we are actually achieving. Yeah, we're achieving and more, yeah. And be able to do even more. Yep. We could do so much more, couldn't we, Howard? You're right. I and mean, you know something, like I've said before, Sue, from the bottom of my heart, don't feel what you're doing is not a big deal, like the captain says, because it is. You know, the Absolute. team comes... But, teams- but the thing is... Do you know what, Howard? I get emails all the time off people. I get pictures sent to me. I mean, there's stories that people want me to share about. And do you know what? Somebody sent me um, pictures and videos about um, Indian women being Mm -hmm. buried up to their shoulders and stoned to death. Mm -hmm. What world are we living in for human beings, people, to be stoned to death? So for those people that are saying, oh, they're just dogs, hey, hold on a minute. This is happening to humans, to children, to women, to men, to animals, to wild animals, to elephants, to giraffes, to everything. That's right, they're living beings. This society that we keep blaming is actually each and every one of us until we stand up together and make a difference. And I know with this teamwork that we've got on Facebook, with everybody on Facebook, every single group, whether they've got 20 people, 2,000, 250,000, you are all part of a massive team that's making such a big difference in this world. That's right. But that team needs to grow. We need to make our voice even bigger. That's right. And And I am proud. I am absolutely proud to be part of even even the, this, just this media part with my radio at the end of the day it's our radio this is for all of you mm-hmm. and we're all doing a fantastic job and making a big big difference we are sue look at the picture i just posted in the s sue group <clears throat> oh let ultimate we've got uh, somebody in the on the phone line oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. area code 267 hi welcome to the show hello sue what's up how are you doing now, I know that voice. Hello? 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 Hey, Sue, how you doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Is that sinister? Okay, good. Um, where's the cap? Can you come up? Where is he now? I need to speak to him for a minute. Who is this? This is Romulus. It's who? Romulus. Okay. Uh, the captain's not on the show anymore. Oh, he's not on the phone anymore? No. Okay, because no. I, I had... Uh, I had a very interesting question to ask him in, in regards to the, the Humane Society. Is that organization that deal with, um, like, animal cruelty? Well, he's with the, okay. New, Jer- he's with the New Jersey SPCA, not, not the Humane Society. Is it the same thing? I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking on, on Blog Talk Radio, and it says the Humane Society, basically. No, it's not the Humane Society. No, you must have the wrong number. No, 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 no. I know who I'm talking to. This is Axe Sue Shaw, right? Yeah. This is what I'm talking to. It is, yes, but he's not with the Humane Society. Oh, he's not with the Humane Society. Okay, okay. Yeah, but um, anyway, I want to talk to you anyway, so. Um, I've never listened to a show for uh, 
you know, for maybe eight minutes. And um, you, you're doing a you're doing a good thing. And um, I just want to talk a little bit about Hurricane Sandy. Can you can you still okay. hear me? Yeah, right. we can hear. Um, listen, you know, I just think I just think it is utterly ridiculous how the the government is is handling the situation. You know, um, I mean, this is a, this is a mass atrocity that occurred, and and to have people still not having homes, you know, and if if and for those listening. Um, it may sound horrible for what you gotta say, but it makes me rejoice that the the insurance companies in this country go to spend billions to replace these homes because those bathrooms is no good. So it is about time that they get some justification, you know. And I know people lose their home, and that's sad, but you know, they, they, it's, it's about time these insurance companies pay some of this money back. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, definitely. That's the problem because you know the, the, I had I had one claim for for eight hundred dollars, and my insurance went up over two hundred percent in three years, and they can't do nothing about it. Yeah, nothing about uh, it. And the thing and the thing is, if you're late with your payments, they come down on you like a ton of bricks and charge you for being late payments. Oh, that's But they're right. not so quick to pay out when it's the other way around. Yep, they want the premiums, but they don't want to pay out. That's the big. Problem. Oh yeah, you, you know, and 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 it, you know, some they, they they are so dirty. I mean, these insurance companies, this whole this whole situation with Sandy. And I'm telling you, I know there's people who's gonna have to fight toe and toe to get some of these claims, baby, because they in business to make money, not lose money. You know, and 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 I've I've had friends that lost everything. Everything, and you know what the insurance company told them? You know, unfortunately, they can't do nothing for you because you didn't have this covered. Unbelievable. Good grief. Yeah, Good grief. Terrible. So, are you Un- close to there? And, are you near there? Huh? Are you near there to where the hurricane was? I, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't understand you. Were you affected I, by I the hurricane? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't affected in. Um, no, um, I actually I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, so I didn't get hit. Um, I was prepared, um, but I didn't. I, ha- I got family in New York. I got a buddy in Queens. He, he didn't receive no damage, but I had a friend that lost. A, they also lost, I think, three cars. Gone. Yeah. Gone. You know. So I, I mean, look. You know. Everybody talk about, you know, America's the land of the free, man. Just, <laughs> I'm Sue, telling you, we only got man. a couple of minutes left. Yeah, yeah. I see it. Um, but, Sue, you know what? I need you to keep up the good work. You know, I, I, I heard you make the statement that, you know, you're not big enough, but, but you're doing a good thing. Wow, thank because you. Because you, you have listeners like me that when they tune in and they hear something good, I'm going to keep listening. You know, you're not like some of these individuals that just want to talk about celebrities. You know, like, who cares? I want to hear stuff that affects you. Like, Mm -hmm. how the government is so slow to come to the aid of these individuals in New Jersey and New York. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. All right. 
Go ahead, I'll listen. I was just going to say, though, but if you do know any celebrities who want to come on and, and maybe fund some of this radio, that would be fantastic, too. <laughs> <laughs> listen. No, but, but, uh, but one you know thing you said... To- but one thing you said is true. Everything everything Sue does is from the heart, and that's why I love her. And that's why I come yep. on every Tuesday with her. She's good people. I'm going to tell you something about celebrities and what I personally don't like them. Um, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't. I, I don't care for them. Um, you know, it, it, it isn't that they don't have the money, right? But you know, you know what celebrities would do instead of going in their bank account and wearing a check for two, $300,000? They'll have a fundraiser. Oh, oh, we having we having a a fundraiser. You could call the phone number. Oh, they they don't know. You know what? If every celebrity going a bank account in this country, because this many people have millions, just want to check for hey, listen, I'm, I'm really sorry to cut you short, but it's coming to the end of the show. But please, will you do me a favor? Will you ring into another show, or maybe I'll give you a ring after the show? Okay? Okay. Take care. Thanks very much for joining the show. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Howard. Okay. Tonight. Thanks, Sue. <laughs> bye bye. Bye-bye.